0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. It's me, your buddy Junkman, back to annoy your asses for a, another exciting episode of Junkman Radio. Glad you could make it. Welcome to the program. It's good to be here at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. Your one stop shopping for recording and rehearsing your band and broadcasting and many other things. Just a stone's throw away from the f- five freeway right next to the world-famous Hut Nightclub. The place of so many rock and punk shows over the last number of years, I I can't even begin to count how many. I don't think anybody's got any idea either. I don't think any of the logs still exist from back then. But, hey, just trust us. It's a, It's a legendary place. And, hey, hopefully my show will be legendary as well to you. Glad you could make it. Lots gone on since we last spoke, but you know, it's 2020 and it's always good to reflect, but also to look forward, which is the main part of the show is looking forward. But you know what? Since we've spoken last, uh, we lost some people, including the great Neil Peart, drummer and writer and everything else for the band Rush. So I have to honor Neil Peart. As a drummer, as a fan, just to do it, we have to honor Neil. So let's start the show with some Rush and we'll continue on. Again, crank this up. Glad you're here. It's Junkman Radio.
1: So glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside.
0: Junkman Radio, running wild indeed, man. That's Airborne. The boys from Down Under, they got a new record out, man. I'm going to be playing some of that from them as well, but that one goes back a little while. But running wild, getting you stoked for another Junkman Radio program. Hope you're enjoying it. I started that set out there, uh, as I mentioned, with Neil Peart, the late Neil Peart and Rush. And the 2112 Overture. Interesting song right there. I got a great little story for you if you got a moment. And of course you do. <laughs> when I was about 15 years old, I used to sing pretty high, like ah, way up there, like like Getty Lee. And I was playing with a band of guys, and I was singing that Overture part, and my voice changed right on the spot. It was an outdoor day in the fall, late fall, as a matter of fact, in the East Coast. And, you know, it gets kind of cold out there. And my voice was just ready to change from uh, soprano to baritone. And it did right there in the middle of that song. So I've always thought about that whenever I play it. But, of course, we're all thinking about Neil Peart to the point of, man, I'm telling you, I, I, I heard a friend of mine's band play a Rush song the other night and girls were screaming for it. And it just, wow, things have changed. (laughs) <laughs> Before, you know, girls, oh ah, what are you playing that stuff for? That's Rush. Yeah, well, my dad listens to that. You know, and now they're all into it. You know, what's going to be next? Like, oh, please, will you play Via Strangiato? Oh, please play something from Farewell Kings. I love them. You know, maybe play Lakeside Park. <laughs> are girls going to be doing that now that, uh, you know, Rush is, uh, has ceased to be? I don't know. Maybe. We'll find out. Wouldn't be such a bad thing. Now, if they start dancing to it, that's where I draw the line, you know, maybe moshin' to a rush song. I don't think so, you know. Anyway, that was 2112 Overture. I hope you enjoyed that. Of course you did. Emerson and Palmer before that was one of the longest titles ever. That was uh, Carnival Nine First First Impression, Part 2. And, uh, you know, you, so many people have used that to start off a show because, of you know, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Yeah, you know. I figured I'd play it second and really screw you up. Hailstorm with Rock Show. Hailstorm uh, out on the high seas doing the uh, the shipwrocked cruise and having a good time. They're going to be playing a lot of the festivals this summer. I'm looking forward to seeing them again. Caught up with Lizzie Hale just recently and had a blast. She is such the, the coolest lady you'll ever want to meet. And what a talent. Oh, my God. She's just incredible. I uh, One of my favorite people and definitely Hailstorm, one of my favorite bands in rock today. Uh, I played Judas Priest and Hot Rockin'. Priest is regrouping and going to put out some new stuff, too. And then uh, finish it out again with Airborne. How about that? All right, so recently I uh, went to the world-famous Roxy Theater in Hollywood, which is always a a, a treat to go to because I don't go there a whole lot. It's not like it used to be back in the day where, you know, every Friday and Saturday night they had some big hair band playing there, you know. Bunch of girls and everything like that, and it was always a good time, you know. In the 70s before that, just some of the biggest names in rock, and you couldn't even get in the place, you know. Now they have a lot of showcases, and they had a great showcase for a new band that is on their second release. It's an all-star band of just incredible musicians called Sons of Apollo, which include Jeff Scott Soto on the vocals, Ron Bumblefoot Thal on the guitar, Double necked I might add. Uh, Billy Sheehan on the bass, double-necked also, I might add. Uh, Derek Sherinian on the keyboards. yeah, he's got a whole bunch of those, and Mike Portnoy on the drums, a whole bunch of those as well, and a lot of chops, and they were celebrating the release of their new record, MMXX, whatever that number is in Roman numerals, I couldn't even tell you, but... uh, <laughs> this is a track off their brand new record. This is called Goodbye Divinity. Crank it out. It's new from Sons of Apollo on Junk Man Radio. man radio well how about that one huh have you guessed it yet probably not but uh (laughs) let me tell you what that's all about that was we were the wild and that is by angel that's right angel remember those guys from back in the 70s with the white suits and the big hair and punky meadows with his you know ultimate ultimate hairdo well they're back they've come out with a new record called the Ryzen, and that is called the We Were the Wild. Not bad, huh? Pretty good. Sounds okay to me. Interesting fact about that band, that they were just, uh, they were in a couple of movies, you know, we used to see them on TV, and just, when I was uh, a little bit younger, you know, a lot of progressive bands that were out there, and those guys were just like, whoa, you know? What the hell is this? (laughs) Uh, we always thought the uh, guitar player was actually a girl, and he still kind of looks that way. But, you know, hey, they're a few years older, and they got a few different members of the band, but nonetheless, it's a new record from Angel, and that's what matters about that. We Were the Wild. Played a whole bunch of progressive stuff. Before that, I started that set out with the brand new one from Sons of Apollo, and I love that record. It's uh, MMXX, whatever the Roman numeral is. I'll try to figure that out and... Come up with uh, some kind of an equation for you sooner or later. (laughs) But (laughs) the song was called Goodbye Divinity, and I really, really like it, man. Those guys, I saw them recently at the Roxy in Hollywood and was just completely blown away. What a night that was! You know, attended by a lot of folks in the audience including uh, I saw Zach Wilde there and I saw Richie Cotson I saw Eric Singer from Kiss a bunch of other people that were in the audience just all of us just sitting there with our mouths open like whoa musically these guys are just right at the top of the heap you know they're really 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 killer and uh singer Jeff Scott Soto is just he's a he's a demon on stage man he's amazing he's got more energy big dude but man can he bring it and can he sing it Wow! All right. Uh, after Sons of Apollo, I played Kansas at a later version of that band. For a while there, they featured uh, John Elefante on vocals, and that song was from their greatest hits, and it was called "Fire Fight Fire with Fire." Came out around the early '80s, and uh, Steve Walsh wasn't in the band, and he no longer is anyway. But uh, yeah, that was when John Elefante was uh, taken over on on vocals. And a great song. I like it. Fight Fire with Fire. Hope you liked it, too. Went way back in the 70s for another band called Shooting Star, who I used to see open up for a lot of bands on concerts around the East Coast. They were a band out of uh, Missouri, I believe, Kansas City area, led by a gentleman by the name of Van McLean, who died just a couple years ago. But that song was called Tonight, and I remember... Being at a concert where they were opening up, I don't remember who they were opening up for. It was a long time ago, and I was pretty stoned, chances were. And just hearing the uh, the keyboard lows in that song and just being blown away and like, wow, I like this. This is for me. So I thought I'd throw that one at you. Um, Dream Theater, their first big one. Probably their most popular song from their Images and Words record, Pull Me Under. And, yes, it stops like that. They ran out of tape, just like the Beatles did in Abbey Road. <laughs> song ends, end of the song, all right? No need to, to put any uh, finishing touches on it. We'll leave it just like that. How's that sound? And uh, it sounds pretty damn good. But, uh, you know, Dream Theater's got a new record out, which is awesome, and I play a lot of stuff from it. I figured I'd go way back with that one and give it a shot. It's been a while since I played that one. Winery Dogs, of course, uh, with a couple of members from the rhythm section, actually, from uh, from Sons of Apollo. We're talking about Mike Portnoy and and Billy Sheen and Winery Dogs from their uh, second album, Hot Streak. That was called Oblivion. And, man, chops for days on that one. Holy moly. And, again, finish things up with Angel, the brand-new one from Risen. Or is it Risen? Can't remember. I don't know. You go figure that out. I don't have time. I got to get on to the next thing. Now, nah, one of my favorite new bands that's come along the last couple of years out of Los Angeles. You know them. You love them. The first band, rock band, that's had a number one single while they were unsigned. <laughs> they don't have a label. This is a great tune. It's all about it, man. I'm, it's all about the hooks. I dig it. This is called When I'm Gone. Brand new from Dirty Honey. It's Junk Junk Band Radio. You know what? That's absolutely true. Junk Band Radio, same on the inside from Stone Temple Pilots featuring the late Chester Bennington from their EP that they made. I wish there was more. Man, I wish there was more. Because every song on that, there's five songs on that, and every one of them is just killer. And uh, it's unfortunate that uh, Chester passed on. But you know what? He was out of the band anyway. He went back to doing something else. But, I mean, that, that quick collaboration that they had, I thought it was brilliant. And uh, I got to see it live twice, which was very cool. So I guess I should, you know, thank my lucky stars. <laughs> Me being Junk man, welcome to the program. If you just tuned in, hope you're enjoying it. It's what I do here at Dollhead Studios in Anaheim, California. Blasty music that I think is just the coolest in the world. And I hope you are feeling the same. All right. Well, let's see. We started that set out with uh, another one of those bands that I just have fallen in love with at first sight. That's uh, at first hearing, actually. (laughs) That's Dirty Honey started things out with When I'm Gone. That's the one that put them on the map. Although for me, it's interesting. That band, I saw them at a festival a couple years ago, and I turned to my girlfriend and I said, wow, these guys have that Aerosmith feel. And no sooner had I said that, that they played an Aerosmith song, of which they have recorded since then, it's interesting, but again, all of a sudden they have come about and uh, making lots of news because they're an unsigned band. They don't have a record label. They may by now, but uh, you know when that single came out, it went to number one on the rock charts, and they didn't have a label. So, hmm, there's an eye opener for you about the way things are these days. Word of mouth, however, you know, or whatever you get to listen to music, maybe you heard it first on Junk Band Radio. That's always that possibility because I play at every show or something from them anyway. They've got great music. Cool guys. Great band. Killer live performance. They're going to be uh, coming to L.A. again and places near you. So I suggest you go check them out. They're awesome. Dirty Honey. Played Rival Sons, another one of those bands. That's just They're just too cool. They are the coolest. And that was the uh, title track for their Pressure, Pressure and Time record from a few years back. Aerosmith doing their version of the classic Roadrunner. Yeah, all kinds of talk about Aerosmith these days for what's going on with those guys. But I guess it's to be expected eventually, you know? I mean, they had the five original guys that have been together for, God, close to 50 years. Something's got to disrupt it sooner or later. Might as well be age or lack of whatever it is that they're looking for. But, uh, you know, hey, they performed at the Grammy Awards. whatever that is I'm telling you man so many things these days that people just it's like watching a train wreck some people just can't keep their eyes off it even though they know it's going to (laughs) suck you know it's like like watching a lot of these 80s bands try to belt out in the original key the singer just can't hit it or the drummer just can't hit it you know or whatever it is and you just got to let it go sometimes you know, the recorded stuff is here. DJs like me can play it, and it's cool. You can relive whatever you want to relive if that's what you want to do. I prefer to look ahead, but, again, here I am doing a back sell, looking back at what I played. <laughs> How's that? All right, something new from Cherie Curry and Bree Darling. I love these two ladies and what they've done, and The Motivator is the title track of their, uh, their record. They're going to be recording another one. They've told me. I just ran into them. Uh, uh, recently, and they said, "Yep, they're going to make another record," which just pleases me immensely. I just love what they've done together and uh, are planning to do. So, you'll hear all about it here at Junk Band Radio in the future. I guarantee you that. Another new thing that's kind of by an old thing. It's uh, the Down and Outs. I played after that. That's that's uh, Joe from Joe Elliott from uh, Def Leppard and his other band. The Down and Outs, and that one's called This Is How We Roll. Cool stuff from them. Of course, Def Leppard's going to be hitting the road with a bunch of bands uh, from back in the day, and they're going to be probably cleaning up a whole lot of money. But, uh, hey, good for them. People still want to go out and see them, and uh, they sound pretty decent, at least judging from what I've heard from the last tour. They sounded okay. So there you go. And the down and outs right there. And, of course, uh, again, Internet set with um, Stone Temple Pilots and Chester Bennington. All right. Uh, Well, speaking of long goodbyes, (laughs) here's the band that thought they were going to die before they got too old. And there are two of them did. But uh, we're talking about The Who. They get a brand new record out. And this is the latest single of it. I like this song. It's got a great message. Says a lot about what a lot of us are thinking. This is called All This Music Must Fade. Get that? How about that? After that little short speech that I did. <laughs> Got this one right already queued up for you. Brand new from The Who. All This Music Must Fade. It's Junk Band Radio. i so. Who gives a fuck? breath Man radio, it's all about the rock and roll, my friends. Mm hmm. Motorhead, right there. And uh, one of the last things they did rock and roll music the name of that song. Yeah, man, we miss Lemmy. We do, we do. I actually happen to be sporting a Motorhead hat at the moment. How about that? Or a cap, as some people refer to it. <laughs> crocus another band that's uh, kind of saying goodbye you know what I gotta go i gotta I gotta back up to the beginning of this set okay so I'm talking about like the previous set about you know a little bit about bands that uh you know have issues once they get older and you know things like that people have been talking about the rock lately music wise not the actor um you know is it here is it there uh is it gonna be resurrected had a long talk with a friend of mine yesterday about that. And, uh, you know, I see a great future for it. I see a lot of new bands, but that's what you got to adjust. There's a lot of people that want new, that want old bands to continue, and it's like a baseball player to me, or any athlete. You know, just one of these days, you just have to say, okay, enough, you know, especially... If you're a vocalist that sings incredibly high vocals or a drummer that just is a complete bachelor, you can't do it after a certain age. You have to stop or play something a different style, or you just can't give it your all when you're like 90 years old. Yes, there are exceptions. Yes, the Rolling Stones are a huge exception, but there's very few. And a lot of the ones that are still trying to be 20 years old at... 65 to 70 it's just not gonna work man and uh it's interesting i see people still doing it you know the who who started my set they're now the two basically and they're still going out and they're playing songs and they still sound decent they got a great band behind them and you know roger Daltrey's still kind of it hurts sometimes to listen to him but uh, to be honest with you, they came out with some new music, and that that new song that I played, "All This Music Must Fade," is a great documentary or a great document of what's going on, and it's just a cool song. So I thought I'd put that in there, start out the set. I played "The Darkness," "Rock and Roll Deserves to Die," my new favorite video, the video of that. You must see it if you listen. If you if my opinion means anything to you, go see The Darkness's new video. Check it out on YouTube or whatever. But it's called Rock and Roll Deserves to Die, and it's a very tongue-in-cheek uh, look at what I was just talking about. Uh, I also played my good friend's line And giving up on rock and roll. Wondering where the heroes are of today. That's what that's all about. And a great song. Played Van Halen with Atomic Punk. I played Crocus, who did a farewell tour, and hallelujah rock and roll, and again, finished things up with rock and roll music, which brings me to even more, you know? I mean, the story continues, folks, because it's happening a lot. Ozzy Osbourne, just, uh, you know, he had a tour that he had to cancel, a farewell tour,
1: Oh, who knows whether
0: it is or not or whatever, and now he's sick again, and who knows what's going on with Ozzy. We love him. We always have. We always will. Um, sooner or later, he needs us to, to uh, just let it go. But he's got a new record out, and I think it's terrific. Um, the people behind him on this are great. The song is cool, as you will hear in just a moment. And the title is interesting, Under the Graveyard, (laughs) the new song. And, uh, well, you know what? We wish the best to Ozzy. We hope we can do what he does. But, again, we'll see what happens. This is Under the Graveyard from Ozzy Osbourne, brand new from him. It's Junk Band Radio. man radio run run away <laughs> yeah. that was a fun set man hope you guys enjoyed that i started that set out with ozzy ozzy osbourne that is and his latest under the graveyard cool song i like an andrew watt on guitar and uh he's got chad smith on drums which is cool you know it's uh It's a different way for Ozzy. It sounds very classic Ozzy, but it's just a lot of new things on it, and he's doing a lot of new stuff, and we wish him well. Um, Hope that he's doing good health-wise, because he's such a character, man. He's such a great guy. Speaking of which, uh, played Heaven and Hell, the last thing that our late, great Ronnie James Dio ever did with his former Black Sabbath mates and Bible Black Oh, what a great sound, what a great voice, what a great guy. He's very, very, very missed by all of us that knew him. But uh, I don't want to get too down. I want to keep going. I got new music from British Lion. That's right. That's the band featuring Steve Harris from Iron Maiden on it. It's brand new from them. The song was called Lightning. I hope you enjoyed that. Cool song. I dig it. From Joe Satriani's latest, I played Head Rush. Just a total boogie on there with Joe just flying around that fingerboard, man, as he can do so well. Played George Lynch from his uh, solo record. That's right, Furious George. And a killer version of Montrose's Space Station Number no. 5 featuring Kelly Keeling on the vocals. And he just nailed that one, man. Man, took it to another level. And uh, finished it up with Slade and Run, Runaway. That was Slade's comeback record in the mid-'80s, and it just kind of tailed off, and I don't think we really heard too much of them after that. But uh, Slade was huge in England in the early-'70s, right around around when the glam scene took over in uh, London area and wherever in Britain and kind of made an appearance over here. But they're famous for having those songs of theirs redone by Quiet Riot. You know, come on, feel the noise and stuff like that. That was that was originally done by Slade. But, uh, yeah, that one, Run, Run Away. And they had another single a ballad called My Oh My that were hits in the 80s. And then they just kind of tailed off. And we didn't hear from them again. So, interesting. Naughty Holder on the vocals and guitar. Interesting. All right. Uh, well... We alluded to uh, at the beginning of the show that uh, the late great Neil Peart from Rush. He uh, he passed away recently, and we all think about him, not just us drummers and Rush fans, but you know musicians alike. He was just a great, great musician, and he wrote great lyrics, and he lived his life the way that he could, and he bowed out gracefully, which is awesome. And the last Rush record is the. One of the best ones I think they ever did. Uh, They've done quite a few, and I love that record. I saw that tour a couple times and really enjoyed it. And, uh, well, I figured it was time to pay tribute, and what better way to do it than with a salute to our sponsors, VintageRock.com, who supplies us with all kinds of music here at Junkman Radio and a lot more. It's a great website, all things vintage and rock. Great articles and news things. I contribute quite a bit to them as well. And I'm going to play a VintageRock.com six-pack, as I do. Six songs from a particular artist or genre. And today, of course, we're going to pick Rush as a salute to the late, great Neil Peart. And with that in mind, I spoke about their latest record. Their Their last record, that is, Clockwork Angels. This is the first single off of that, a great one called Headlong Flight, starting a VintageRock.com six-pack of Rush. It's Junk Band Radio. <laughs> Junkman Radio, wrapping up a VintageRock.com six-pack featuring Rush, specifically Neil Peart, and a fond farewell to him with finishing up with a farewell to Kings. I guess that would include all three members of Rush, but uh, Neil in particular. Uh, started that set out with Clockwork Angels, from Clockwork Angels, such as say, Headlong Flight from 2012. No, not 2112, but 2012. Close. <laughs> kind of another 100 years or so. Uh, Far Cry from uh, Snakes and Arrows from 2007. Played that one. I love that song. Man, that came out, I was just blown away and just said, yep, all right, they hit it once again. Just when you think that, you know, they can't, get to where they were. I mean, Rush had such a long career and they just kept getting better and better and better and better and better. Tighter and tighter and more fun and experimental and just everything, man. They had so many different facets out of a three-piece, little old three-piece band from Canada. Uh we played The Trees. A very uh interesting thing if you if you listen to the if you listen into the lyrics on that song on how much a uh, they have to uh, to say. And that was from Hemispheres from 1978. I played Bastille Day from Caress of Steel. That came out in 1975. Wow. <laughs> Long good time ago. Spirit of radio, an FM radio staple. And, of course, a junk man radio number right here. Uh Course about radio, and per, that was from Permanent Waves, nineteen eighty. Man, I'm telling you, it's just, it's so funny. These songs have just been so much a part of my life, and many of you, and just to think of how far back they were recorded and how good they stand up today. It's an amazing thing, man. And finished the course with uh, a farewell to kings from nineteen seventy seven. All right, wrapping up a vintagerock.com six pack of Rush Music, and just about wrapping up another episode of Junk Band Radio. Hope you guys had a good time today. I always do. I will continue to do this, and uh, my thanks to our friends here. Hey, look at that. I had a little note on my computer. went right through the headphones there. How about that? Yeah, they must be signaling. It's time for you to go. Apparently, I've snatched the pebbles from Master's hands, and it's time for me to leave. But not until I leave you with some more new music. Now, speaking of drummers, my good friend Brian Tishy has his new band, Thorn. They've appeared on Junk Band Radio, and I've gone to see them live, and man, I'm telling you, I just love this song. This is called Tear the Sky Wide Open, and that's going to be my exit song here for today. So again, thanks to my friends from from Hut Studios for continuing to uh, help me broadcast. Junk Band Radio, and continue to do so. So go check them out. Anyway, here we go. I'll see you guys next time on Junk Band Radio. This is Silverthorne Tear, the sky wide open. Crank it. It's Junk Band Radio.